Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. All right, yeah. All right, yeah, fuck him, man. All right, let me take us off and go ahead and start the show. Here we go. I'm going to take us off real quick and start the show. Here we go. Your success in the game isn't about what you show the world. It's about what the world sees you as. It's your ability to materialize a larger mental vision of your rules and expectations when it comes to women. Coach EO and Steve the Dean Williams are here to break down the game to help you create amazing relationships in your life. It doesn't matter if you're married or single. A man is a man. EO says it begins and ends with the man. And Steve says the game has nothing to do with women. And you're the only one of your kind. It's time you start to move that way instead of making excuses and playing victim. Are you ready to have the champion mindset? Then get your notebooks out, take notes, ask questions, and call in. The number is 515-605-9373. That's 515-605-9373. It's showtime. <laughs> What's up, bro? How's it going? Such an Good to be back. Good to be back. So, uh, hey, such an amazing show we have today, man. Because never before, and I, I, we always talk about this, honestly, but never before have I ever seen a show that depicted men, I would say 99% probably except for the emotional shit we'll talk about, but never had I ever seen a show like you were always talking about underground where they 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 really showed something, unearthed something that women have always kept secret, we've always known, but the average guy I've always missed. What, what say you, brother? I mean, my goodness. Well, first of all, first of all, <laughs> it's good to be back. Monday night we had a glitch. Uh, we yeah. found out from StreamYard that there were some uh, issues with the streaming. Yes. So yes. we shut it down. We, we figured we'll do a makeup show tonight. So that's what we're doing. Yes. Uh, Steve, you know, Steve mentioned to me, uh, I want to say it was that Monday. He said, hey, there's a uh, – I saw a unique. I actually saw a unique 79 yeah. Antonio posted something on his Instagram. And, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch a lot of TV. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I watch some things here and there, but uh, very seldom do I when I watch TV. But anyway, uh, you were talking about it. You said you got to see it. At least watch the first eight minutes. Yes. So following so following that, that night where we had a glitch, I said, you know what? I got a little bit of time here. Yes. Let me put it on. So I actually watched it all the way through, all eight episodes. I was up to 4 a.m. Now, partly, be, now let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Partly because I like to see through things. Yeah. I wanted to just get it done, watch yeah. it, get it done. Because I know me, if I would have got to like episode four or five, I probably would have been like, man, fuck this show. Right. So, so, so I watched it all the way through. I will tell you, very unique, um, underground material. I mean, I, as I watched it, I completely understood it, and I was picking it apart and taking yeah. notes because you know to, for this show, and then yeah. I'm going to do another show tomorrow. Uh, for the badge dating and, and, and briefly discuss it because there's a lot of things going on in that uh, in, in, in that series. Um, 
but I will tell you, as I watched it, I was a little surprised. I was like, I'm, I'm surprised that they're they're uh, releasing a film like this or a series like this <laughs> on Netflix, where it's it's opening up and introducing these things that women think about. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That men think about. Yes. Now it's no surprise. This is it's no surprise to us. Okay. <laughs> as I watched it, I saw a lot of similarities. Um, I also was picking apart all the characters, their, their, their strengths, their weaknesses. And, uh, but outstanding show. We're going to talk about it tonight. Anything that we say tonight is not to make you people feel bad. Uh, we don't want you guys feeling bad about yourself. Yeah. We're here to teach you. We're going to tell you what we saw, uh, how we can, um, uh, um, not resonate with it, but, but maybe, uh, we can compare, you know, yeah. some of our experiences. <laughs> With uh, with what was shown in that in that series, so uh, it's good to be back. And uh, Steve, I'll throw it to you. Okay, so guys, you want to call in five one five six zero five nine three seven three. Shout out to SNO, and also if you have a question, put a Q in there, and we we got you. So let's let's look at this. Uh, we, let's just start from we'll go from the beginning all the way through because there's so much in here, and really to me, what a lot of men don't understand is that. Women are always looking for the fairy tale, and they get everything they want, and they still fantasize about us because we're the missing element. And 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 what I what we saw in the first eight minutes was somebody that just really broke down what's happening. She met a good guy who was clean and cut, honest, and just just a naturally good guy. And I don't, and again we're not. Because I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to knock people for being good, but sometimes good is boring. And he was perfect. He was a perfect gentleman. He he yeah. cooked uh, dinner for her. He wanted to meet her parents. I mean, no wrong, no lies, no women. He was just good and wholesome and just perfect. Where she again came from us. I mean, we, if you think about it. She came from us. She came from a roller coaster ride of an asshole, okay? An asshole, a straight up asshole that crushed her in a good and bad way, E, where she thought, like all women do, that they can that they can put us dormant or put a cover over us and find Mr. Good Guy and live happily after after ever ever after, brother. What say you, man? Yes. There's so many different layers to this. Okay. So, so a couple of things I identified, uh, which I will say right, right away that guys need to, to look at. Cooper did not qualify this woman. Now he didn't know how to qualify, which is why we talk about, we teach this, we coach this, how to vet a woman, how to give it a 12 a, a month minimum before you advance them to anything. Now, you know, clearly he didn't know where she was coming from. Now, I want to say this. I'm going to be using some terms that the manager is used to here just for the sake of so they can understand what we're talking about. Now, I'll say this. The 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 guy that uh, forgot his name already, not Cooper, but the other guy. Let's, say, let's say bad boy, good guy. Let's just say bad boy. Uh, you know, uh, bad boy, Australian man. Okay, okay bad Australian boy. Man. Right, Brad, his name is Brad, but I think bad Now, boy. I will tell you this um, about him. You said something like he was an asshole. I, I don't identify anybody who, ha, who hasn't watched this. He has now both men have what you call status, social status, social proof, but it's in different areas. 
okay? The bad boy had his record label. He had his, his dope-ass apartment, his dope-ass condo, okay? He had his, 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 his uh, the drum set hooked up. He's got people coming over. He's, you know, he's a record producer or whatever. He has his record label. So that's status, okay? And, 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 and no matter what anybody says, women are attracted to powerful men. Now, being powerful isn't just what you do for a living, but that's part of it, okay? Flip side to Cooper. Cooper was also a powerful man, but he was powerful in a different realm, the corporate realm, okay? So he was powerful in, like, the music realm, which in the city, that's more attractive, in the city, okay? In the suburbs... Cooper was was a high value man, you know. I, I'm just saying that he he was he was a uh, he was a uh, he had his social proof and his career in in the area of uh, I forgot what it was, kind of banking. However, if you take a woman who lived in the city for a significant amount of time and was getting turned out by city guys, okay. I just want to say this. This is why it's important, men, that you don't judge women. But you find out a little bit about where they came from so you can make a decision if I'm going to elevate this woman or is it going to be casual for me. Okay, so just notice, this is – Cooper clearly did not vet this woman, didn't find out, hey, how long did you – I would add – let me just say this. Also, she had a friend, a promiscuous friend. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to say being promiscuous is right or wrong. However, if you know that the girl you're about to marry, her best friend is a hoe – None wrong with being a hoe, okay? I, none right with, with it either. Let me, but let me just say, none right, none wrong with it. However, it's good information to have. She's friends with a hoe. How long have you been friends with this woman? Oh, 10 years. We lived together. Oh, we, we used to roll. We used to party together. Oh, shit. So not, none wrong with that, but I don't know if I want to upgrade you, okay? So what I'm saying is, is that both men have the status. However, if you got a girl that was a city girl, Wearing her little pink jacket, you know, fucking everybody in town. Okay, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. However, when you take a woman that's from the city, is used to guys like that and a lifestyle like that, and she gets tired from being not getting a commitment, uh, being on this roller coaster ride. If at some point she decides, like, hey, you know what, I'm not going to get anything from these men. That's when she went to what they call. <laughs> I know, Steve, you don't like these words, and I don't either. But for the sake of the show, I'm going to say it. She went to the beta male provider because she figured, I ain't going to get none of these guys to lock me down. I already see what's going on here. So she went to a guy that had his social proof, his career. However, it's not as exciting. I told you, Steve, it wasn't as exciting as it was to the guy that's having parties in his apartment with bands, with, with uh, people that he's signing record labels to. It's a different excitement. It's a different feeling. And she could not forget about it. Okay, from my point of view, and again, this is what's so great about the show because we, we, we're yeah. seeing the same movie from two different perspectives, and I love this. What I saw is not a high va- two high-value men. I saw two responsible men. You know what I'm I just saw two yeah. men yeah. that just just – just did what a normal responsible guy does is just create his life and uh, build it, you know? Um, but I also saw a woman and I mean, two and two, we got your brain to call and saying, but I also saw uh, with what I, and I talk, I'm going to be talking about this in August, but most people have to understand that women, as soon as they get out of high school, when they get into life, they're, they're learning their sexuality. They're, they're exploring the forbidden and, all the women 
just about, and I can't say all I want to generalize, but I would say a, a very hefty amount of women are mm-hmm. fucking. Every, everything that, the, that the, I think the problem women have with this is they're showing what women do when they're young. They just experience, yeah. they just experience guys, they experience women, they, they switch guys, they, they just mm-hmm. experience what sex is like from high school. They just, just are sexually free, no inhibitions, and they want to do forbidden and all this other stuff. So to me, I, I can't, like I said, I agree with you, I don't, I don't judge a woman for being what she is because we will never know how many guys she really actually slept with because one thing I said in my show the other day, E, is that even prostitute? I mean, Jenny Guapolo. Remember, he dated a, a porn star. Uh, right, artists right, right. date porn stars. See, and Hollywood, all they do is switch up each other's partners. So it's it, it, it's it's a lot of fucking going on. But for for us, I think it really doesn't bother us is because we're doing as much, if not more, fucking than they're fucking. They're fucking, but we're fucking at such a, a high and accelerated rate. For us, it doesn't bother us, but like you said, and I, and I don't see it as a beta provider. I just see it as security. You know, I, I see. I, I don't. I don't think her husband is beta. He's just a human. He's a. He's just a regular good guy. He just yeah, he's an inexperienced man when it comes right. to uh, intersexual dynamics. Yes. That's what he was. Yes. He was inexperienced there, but it, but experienced. In other ways. In other yeah. ways, right, right. When it came to finances, when it came to building his house, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a good guy, but mm-hmm. good guys don't win in the end. We will always, and, and, and we're good guys, E, but we're, we always get labeled assholes and bad boys because we can say no, we can walk away, and we just don't give a, we just don't give a fuck. It's, that's what makes us us. But that's what makes the addiction that they have to us that will always make them come back to us because we are a thrill and roller coaster ride in which it connects to forbidden, it connects to sexual, it connects to fun, it connects to everything versus the good guy. And and as and, and we got a call real quick, but uh, let me let's bring the call in real quick because I think he has a question. Two one two, do you have a question real quick, brother? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, man, I, I only caught the first couple of episodes. I, I wanted to stay up, but I had to. I had to go to work. But one thing I can honestly say is, listening to your shows, it opened up my eyes because the first thing that I really did notice that always stuck in my head is that women talk, and that's what made the girl. That's what made the girlfriend, the promiscuous one, sleep with. Uh, I guess his name was Brad, because of getting the information of him being a. That's right. That's right. And that was the first thing that opened up my lens. The other thing was how uh, the husband lost himself mentally once he started reading the emails. He he forgot who he was and started following. Very common, though. Very common. Very common, though. That's going to happen to a lot of men. So, yes, you're right. Very common. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm grateful for this show because you guys allow us to see the gray area where in life we was just seeing black and white. Oh, absolutely. You know, you allowed, this is all gray. You yeah. allowed us. Yeah. yeah. Now, 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 I, I I do have a question. I do have two two sure. questions if, if if I can. The first question sure. was in sure. the first in the first uh, ten fifteen minutes of the show, 
when we finally got to meet the husband and, and we saw their first interaction, he wasn't there for her. You could see the way she was looking at him. She was reaching for attention, but he ignored her. And then even when they was in the bedroom, he wanted to watch football. So, so right. He lost her. He lost well, her twice. What? What? No, no, brother. He didn't. Before I throw the E, he didn't lose her. He opened up a door that has been sealed. Okay. He, he didn't lose because Ooh. see. What the woman did is that she tried to block, I'll say us, because that's what they're talking about. She tried, they, what they women do is they try to put us in a dungeon or uh, and, and try to seal us up in a cave and put a boulder in it because she doesn't want to actually, she's trying to forget about that life. But what mm-hmm. happens with women after they marry men, for I thought to eat, is that, Every time she wanted to have sex and every time she wanted to seem like she wanted to adventure out, he was just too busy. And the fact that he was too busy, it began to start to unlock the, the us. It started to access us. It started to open our door up because <laughs> a lot of guys give, don't, a lot of guys don't understand what sexuality is. They just know our support. I, I, I bring in money, we hang out a little bit, I'm good with the kids, and listen, I'm not, he was, he, I throw for you, do you, he, he was good with yeah, the yeah. kids, he was a great, yeah. he was a, he was a great guy, he yeah. is the average good guy, but he didn't understand women, he would say you, brother. Okay, now, some of the things that I'm going to say during this show isn't something that, like, I necessarily uh, teach or coach or anything. However, I'm going to say it in a way that, that most of the guys that are not on the level of game that Steve and I are on, are on that they understand. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it like this. Unless you have a tremendous amount of game and you know how to qualify, you cannot turn a hoe into a housewife. Okay? This is a hoe. He married a hoe. Okay, let me just say this. I'm going to say this as blunt as I know how. This motherfucker got turned out several times in the city along with her, her friend. I'm not saying that's wrong, but the truth is this motherfucker got turned out a lot. Okay? Now, had Cooper married a, a, a chick, a different, a suburban chick, okay? A college graduate, kind of like himself, who looks up to him, who, is in, who loves him more than she, he loves her. That he could have been the same dude, and and that never worked. He could have been coming home. Hey, I'm gonna cut the grass, babe. Oh, how's the kids? Okay, good. Now you still should smack your woman's ass. You still should finger her in the kitchen, even if she's your wife. You guys still have that sexual energy. I don't give a fuck who you are. This is why you need game. Okay, so when he came in like ignoring her and shit, that's just because he he really he probably thought like, oh, she cool. Like I'm working and shit. You over here ain't doing shit. Just taking care of some kids. Fuck out of here. I'm about to go watch some football. Like like that. I mean, that's kind of probably how he felt about it. But let me tell you this, men, you cannot turn on over to a housewife. Unless, now, if you have a tremendous amount of game and y'all are going, y'all want the same, look, look, if you got a bitch, you don't want any kids, you're like, hey, I don't want no kids. You don't want no kids? No, nah, me either. You want to roll for a little bit? All right, cool. Now, you could roll with a hoe like that. No future. We could just get together, have a good time, add drinks, fuck, uh, have some good conversations, maybe have you work for me a little bit. Okay, cool. Well, we're talking about white picket fence, marriage, children. You've got to vet these women. And it's, it was clear to me, again, it's just a movie, 
Cooper did not vet this motherfucker. He brought her in on looks alone, and that, and like Steve says, she had a padlock door for some. And see, here's the thing with women: they live in their emotions, they live in memories. Okay, women live in memories, and if that memory was strong enough, that motherfucker ain't getting rid of it. And I'm gonna tell you the truth right now: even if you fuck the shit out of a woman, but I'm just gonna tell you this. If you, even if you married a woman, hold on, hold on, I'll tell you this, this is a track. Go, go. If a, if a woman gets turned out early on, okay, and she don't know how to cope with that, she don't know how to manage her system, she got a whole friend on top of it, uh, nobody's giving her good advice, there's no leadership, there's no wisdom, there's no father, there's no man putting her on game, listen to me. She's got nowhere to turn. She's locked in this memory, dog. And well, and so what she's going to do is she's going to, it's a, it's a panic I got to get out of this. So let me go find the opposite of this, which is the suburban guy, the banker, white picket fence, slow down life, have a, a couple of kids. But the truth is she got turned out and she can't get rid of that memory. And here's the last thing I'll say. I'll throw it back to Steve the Dean. Even if Cooper was hitting that real good, she still got that memory, though. Right. She still, and it's not just the guy, Brad, that she was after. It was the life. It was it was the bar scene. It was the excitement. She said it in the she said in the show. I miss who I was. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't so much. It was Brad. There was twenty Brads. I'm sure. Okay. There was twenty Brads. All right. He might have been a king of the the, the Sims because I still think he's a simp, in my opinion. But I, both dudes were Sims just in different ways. All right. Right. In, in this show. Okay. In this show. Right. But I'm gonna go to Steve. Right. Okay. When a when a girl gets turned out too much. She had that. Uh, she had a freedom that, you know, for too long with a friend that is just like her. And then there's and then she remember this: women do not know how to battle their demons. They don't know how to turn that ship, bro. There's some women that do. Very seldom can they can they say, okay, enough's enough. This, I enjoyed this. This was a cool little thing. But now I'm, I'm getting older. I, I, I should want different things. Uh, uh, you can't turn a hole into a housewife. I, I want to say this. You gotta find out where these women are coming from. Not to judge them, not to cut, not to say she's for the streets. Keep this in mind. In my thumbnail that I'm gonna do tomorrow, I, instead of saying she's for the streets, I captioned it "I'm for the streets." Okay, the woman was saying, "I'm for the streets, motherfucker. I'm for the streets." And so, and she thought, "I can find a guy, turn this ship around, have that married life." But that woman is for the streets. Okay, what I want to say, Carla, real quick, is that this is the perspective I see. I see a woman that locked out the memory of guys like us, and she wore a mask and ran game. I see, I see a woman that realized when they smell good and weak, because they know this, she wore a mask and tried to pretend to be the clean, wholesome, good girl. I mean, even though she was going for a doctor, she's trying to be a doctor, so she's trying to be something really, I mean, a doctor, some shit. Those, so, hey, those women are worse. Right, right. But but what, what she did was is she, is she, she cleaned up the lifestyle, and she wore the mask of a good girl and ran game on him. She gained him because he was gullible, like a lot of good guys. They're gullible, and, and all he saw was looks. He didn't look for character. He didn't give a fuck about character. So that's why the, when the mask finally came off, that's where she got that feeling because 
that's not her. The the good housewife June Cleaver, you know, take care of the kids and bake food and hang out with the husband and go to that's not her. She's yeah. bending over, fucking, sucking dick and doing all that shit. So she just she lived a lie to herself to lie to get that sucker, and then the lie came out as the truth. But caller, what is your second question? Uh, I guess my second question would be about Brad because I guess he was Mister Excitement in her eyes. Um, but I guess this part is kind of like more geared towards towards uh, the men. He 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 effed up uh, when he lost it when they had the little family function when he brought her over to meet the moms and I guess the, uh, the step dad came in and he lost it he got emotional the way he came back and handled it I want to know you guys opinion and how would you have handled it well how would you have expected someone to handle it who would have made it made a mistake by being emotional the way he did. You go first. Well, I'm trying to figure out which scene he's talking about. He's crying. He's talking about yeah, we started crying. We started crying after he threw the, the glass and got her upset. Then he started yes. crying and shit. Wait, who threw the glass? You remember he got mad at his dad and threw the glass at his stepdad, and then he rushed out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now again, go, yeah. again. In my opinion, that was an emotional man. Both men were emotional, just in different ways. Uh, Brad had unresolved emotional issues with his father, which then he kind of like looked to um, the the woman. The, I don't remember her name. Uh, he looked to her for like guidance. She was give, she was putting him on game. Like, hey, you need to go talk to your father. Hey, this is why you keep sabotaging situations. This is why he kept breaking up with her, telling her I don't want you, you ain't shit, and then going back and kissing her ass in about in a day. Mm-hmm. It's because he he, he didn't have control control over his emotions, okay? He had unresolved emotional mm-hmm. issues, which is why I say that a lot of these bad boys in the game, they're really, a lot of this promiscuity, uh, I'm just going to say, a lot of this promiscuity is covering up some shit inside their system, okay? That, I'm just going to say that. I, that I, you know, I don't want to keep that on the show because we're going to talk about something else. But when he threw the glass, I mean, it was an emotional situation. And, and you know, uh, again, it's not that she wanted Brad so much. It was that she wanted that life. She wanted that life. Right. She kept saying it. I feel, when I, she kept staring at the pink leather jacket. You remember that? And she kept thinking to herself, damn, what happened to that woman? I miss that woman. <laughs> that woman was alive and, and, and sucked dicks and licked tanks and, you know, got turned on and you know, we used to switch up men. And, you know, <laughs> like that's who she was, man. And, and so what I'm telling you is, is there anything wrong with that? I'm not going to say there's anything right or wrong. I do think that if you live a, a lifestyle like that in excess, it's very limiting to your, to, it's very limiting. It can be limiting. And clearly, as you can see, she can't even fucking find her husband because she's so locked up thinking about dick. Okay. So, so I'll say this. Clearly that was a situation where the guy walked in, you know what he could have just done in that situation. He could have looked at the guy come in. Now, first of all, he should have prepared her for what the possibility of what could have taken place. I said this before. If you know your mother talks shit or your father talks shit and you're going to bring them over, bring a girl over, then you almost either don't bring her over or you prepare her like, yo, my family can be a little insulting sometimes. So if they say something, just ignore that shit. And if I stay, we're leaving. Grab your person. We're getting the fuck up out of there. All right. So he could have been like that. But instead, he responded emotionally through the glass. I wasn't proud of Brad in that situation. Okay, for me, again, this is so great because you have two men seeing two different perspectives. This is fucking awesome. I, I, I respect everybody. I love That's my dog. What I saw was something totally different. What I saw was the, the feminine aspect 
to water down. Okay, it's in my opinion, you can't have this kind of movie. It's just too, it's too much man. And in my opinion, I think the women writers had to bring it down a little bit to make that motherfucker uh, cry and shit for all the shit he was about to do later on the film. They had to, for me, I felt it was a balance. I felt that they said, okay, we can't, we can't put a show with all man. We, we, we'll probably lose subscribe. We'll probably, we gotta, we gotta put a, a, a feminine element in here. So women, so women can't look like sluts and women can't look as bad where, where he comes and shows his 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 true softer side, you know. I think that to me, I felt it was more of a written thing in where he had they had to slow him down because he was too much of a rhino. Now, he is right about the jacket, but what I saw when it came to the jacket was the jacket signified that lifestyle that she had, but Brad, like he and I was a little bit past that because it was so powerful. See, she went through memory lane to give everybody an idea how how she was fucking. But she only wrote about one motherfucker that had uh, such an impact on her to make her do shit. Not even she wasn't doing shit. He was... In the elevator, everywhere he go, everywhere he went, he was just <laughs> everywhere you. Brad was just a figure motherfucker. <laughs> everywhere Brad went, he all he would do is figure it. But he would get her off when she. Remember before they went upstairs to visit the mom. I mean, I mean, how many guys he are cold enough? Guys, I'm talking about. Hey, I used to love her being on the phone with her mom and eating her pussy to see if she can hold and be able to talk to her mom without coming and being excited. I mean, that's, but see, that's us. That, see, that's what I'm saying. That, to me, was the hook. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't the lifestyle with the jacket. It was about what Brad brought out in her that the average guys, became, I mean, she had a friend and she was doing all that stuff, but there was something about Brad or us, guys like us, E., that made her begin the journal because she didn't do, she didn't write about anybody else, but that motherfucker E would say you, you know what? I'll say this. I agree. And I'll say this. Yeah. Brad was the last dick she had. Okay. <laughs> so, so I think that he was the closest memory. Okay. But if you, if you pay attention, they were fucking all kinds of dudes. She was sucking, the, the friend was sucking dicks on ping pong tables and shit or whatever. Against the bar, they were switching dudes out. I mean, there were some little hoes. Okay. So, so like, I just feel like it was like the final, the final nail in the coffin is what it was. A lot of the time, because I know this for a fact, women that have uh, got a piece of me in the past, I pushed those motherfuckers to husbands right away. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they, they yeah. finally met the king of the group. Yeah. They were like, oh, shit. Yes. Like, there ain't no, I, I, there's no turning back. I got to go find me a dude that I, I can feel safe with. I don't have to work. He'll give me his credit card. Yes. And I'm just going to go, and you know what? I'll have to discipline myself. Get a, like, like, she had a vibrator in the motherfucking drawer. And so, you know, that's how I look at it is like, um, um, uh, where was I going with this? It was really just that it was at the, and even she looked old in some scenes. I was, there were some scenes like to me, she looked like too old to be wanting to go back to that. Like there were even, <laughs> this is just me. Yeah. Like there were some scenes I'm like, 
Girl, you too old for that shit, girl. You got, you already did your little whole day. Go sit your ass down and take care of that little preemie. You got fucking milk coming out your titties and shit. Like, sit your ass down. Okay, but, but, again, the power of memory with women is, is, it's strong, man. You know, with me, I can get rid of a memory quick. Yeah. That's me. But, and that's you. But women, on the other hand, like, they live in their emotions. They want that roller coaster ride. They want the ups and downs. Whether they say they don't or not, they do. It's what they thrive on. It's what they need. Real quick point to, to what you said about him fingering her all the time and shit. Uh, I've said this before, that simps like to fuck a lot. Like, too much. Like, you guys give away the dick too much. And I was even thinking, like, Brad giving her too much dick. I would have made this motherfucker work for me. Like, hey, like, all this fingering and licking and licking syrup off your back and fucking all this shit. Like, you giving this bitch too much dick, which I, which is very simpish to me, to be giving a woman so much dick. And I was thinking the whole time, like, damn, she ain't done nothing for your ass. But come around. And so I just was thinking, like, again, it's a Netflix show. They're not going to be thinking like, like Coach or Steve Dean. But uh, there were moments I was like, you giving this motherfucker too much dick. Right. I, 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 call, and real quick, I feel e, it's the closest thing to a woman having a midlife crisis. Yes. I, I, I felt like, again, when she wants to fuck, and I, I have this, I've seen this several times, uh, where she uh, has to masturbate to get herself off because he ain't doing it for her. But... You said one powerful thing because we train these women for husbands. You know, we're we're training all the all your all the work we doing to you is we want you to find that good guy so you can have all this because I'm not that guy for you. I'm not gonna marry you. We're this not a relationship. I'm just fucking you. So I'm but I'm like you always say we training them to suck dick right. We training them how to be freaky and all that other stuff to send them out to a regular guy. I mean, we, we send them off and shit. You know what I mean? But hold on real quick. Caller, we yeah. got to continue this. But caller, thanks for the call, brother, okay, man? We got it. We got another. One, can I say one thing to yes. everybody? Fellas, listen to this show because these guys are pouring out wisdom. Get your cups out. Absorb this wisdom. And for anybody that saw the show that these gentlemen are talking about, if you don't get your mind right, you will be following another man in the shower. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. We got another call. Let's bring in 252. 252, do you have a question, sir? What's up? Two five two going once. Two five two going twice. Oh, hey, hey. All right. Call back, 252. Call back, 252. All right. So. But E, getting back, I'm sorry, I guess the call back will bring it back. I gave it three. I got to say, hey, wait, wait, I'm here. You got to be quick on the draw. Call back, man. We'll bring you in. But what, what, E, but here's a woman that, because of the heartbreak, oh, cause, oh wait, he's back in. Hold on a second. 252, what's your question, man? What's up? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, so I've been to watch that for like eight hours straight. And uh, here's my opinion. I I believe the whole show, the whole girl, I thought it's all about the fucking. Like, she she loved her husband, but she wasn't getting fucked. She was having sex, but her husband wasn't fucking her correctly, like Brad did. What's your opinion on that? No. It's not true. To me, me, y'all don't understand emotional. See, most guys think women are like men, and you think it's the physical. It wasn't the physical. 
it was an emotion to me, to me, it was an emotional connection that physical came in play, but he turned her out here. It was the turnout wasn't downstairs in my opinion. Right. He right. turned her out right here that most men don't do. Most men don't know how to turn him out here. He fucking mm-hmm. turned her out so bad she became addicted to the turnout, but it was so great that she had, remember, because he kicked her out of, like, hey, he, he kicked her the fuck out of his life. He said, get the fuck out. He walked away. He cut her off. And it was so, it was, you, have you ever seen the show where it's so painful, she just black, blocks it out? She blocked it out, but her husband brought Brad back, in my opinion. He would say you, brother. Yeah, and, and, and I want you guys to know something real quick. Don't think that you're throwing that pipe the best, right? Okay, because women get fucked a lot, and they get and they get they get they get um, good dick. Yeah, seldom. Okay, just notice, but they get it though. So don't think they don't get it. They yes. still get some good dick. Now they get worse dick than they get good dick. Right? <laughs> but they occasionally get a pretty decent dick. But if they see that this guy's a loser, he ain't got nothing going for himself. He lays around and eats Cheetos. I mean, he got a decent <laughs> dick, but at the end of the day, he ain't doing nothing. That she gonna get rid of him. So it's the total package. He was he he had the record label. He had the fancy apartment. He had the Range Rover. You know, he wore the same leather jacket in every fucking scene with belt buckle showing, which I thought was cheesy, but you know, okay. And and, and so it was just. It, you know, it was just the lifestyle. It was everything all together. Plus, it was the roller coaster. Um, I don't want you. You're not my woman. Okay. When he sent her off in the cab, when he's throwing her bags and shit, fuck out of here. Uh, when she said she was pregnant, he was like, "Hey, I ain't trying to have that baby." Uh, you, you may, you may think that that hurts the woman, and it temporarily does, but simultaneously it turns her on because she's thinking, "Like, damn, he don't want to be with me." Because a man that wants to be with me would, would be excited about this baby, and he flat out said, "Hey, uh, I don't want the I don't want the baby. I ain't gonna be a good father." So, and you know, and then, and then even when the abortion or not the abortion, but she had the uh, the miscarriage, you know, uh, he was seeing another girl during that miscarriage. Remember when he went and grabbed that little thing? I never figured out what he grabbed. Remember when he brought her home from the miscarriage? There was like a card or something, like, and he grabbed it and put it in his pocket, and so uh, he, you know. He was kissing the girl on the side. Remember when they went kissing the bartender on yeah, the, the side? But see, keep in mind something, too. The reason why he was kissing that woman on the side was because he was trying to sabotage the relationship yes. because he had a lot of unresolved emotional issues with him. And that's what happens with a lot of guys that you think are playboy, that you think they're like alphas. A lot of these alphas, the reason why they act the way they do, these alphas, is because they, they have unresolved emotional issues. And if it gets too close to a woman, they'll find a way to sabotage the situation. Women do this too. Um, real quick, one quick point. She said something in the beginning. She said, Cooper never looks at another woman. He never lies. She said he never looks at another She's like, he's like perfect. Perfect. He's perfect. He's good looking. She's like, he's good looking, got the good job, but he never looks at another woman. He never lies. Uh-huh. And it just goes to show you that women will never tell you this, but they want to occasionally be mistreated. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, it, it's not that I want it this way. It's the way it is. It, it's, they occasionally want to be lied to. They occasionally want you to look at another motherfucker in front of it and say, oh, shit, that was a nice-looking ass right there. Right there. And, and, and so, and so 
they they're gonna tell you they don't want a guy like that. But the evidence and the action do not support those words. She said it herself, and she spoke for millions upon millions of women worldwide. Yes, we do it like the rock. Millions, millions <laughs> upon millions of women right. worldwide. They want a man that may occasionally look at another asshole. Yes, yes, exactly, E. There, it was a roller coaster ride in which y'all don't understand. <laughs> women, and remember, women want a good guy. They want someone like the husband. They want the good guy. They want him to be single. They don't want him to have other women. They want his loyalty and all these things. But needs are totally different from wants. And that's where a lot of guys go wrong. The need will always outweigh the want. If you look at it, someone that's been an addict or let's say addicted to drugs and everything, they may want to quit, but the need to have that high will sometimes outweigh the want. You know, a woman morally e may want a guy that says, you know, I I, I, I want a good girl. You know, I, I go to church and I'm good and I feed the homeless and I'm a good girl and, and she runs in a UE. You know what, you're an asshole, you're a joker, you have other women. I, I don't I don't want to have nothing to do with you. All right, bitch, you wanna go by. All right. And she's like, Well fuck 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 E, I don't need him, right? But you have given her what I call the drug of you already, where even though you don't fulfill the want, the need of how she feels when she's with you, when she gets a text message, when she, uh, she goes back and reads your voice message, she goes through memory lane, the, the need will always outweigh the want that will make her do shit that she knows is wrong, but that's the forbidden sexual kink that a lot of these women, it's the forbidden fruit. They want to do the bad. And like you said, E, they don't want the library. They don't, I mean, they, they, they think they want the good guy, E. But I, I always talk about, you, you always hear me talk about Mickey Mouse, right? The, the Walt Disney movies where they talk about the good guy all the time when they're little girls. But they're excluding the bad boy, the bad guy in the fucking movie, which they run into later on, that they understand that, look, they need the roller coaster ride to what? Feel alive, E, because they feel like they're dying inside because there's no one to smack their ass or, wait, smack my ass one day while he's fucking with me and tell me to get the fuck out of his life the next day. Where, where yeah. They don't have that, and the thrill of that drug outweighs Anything, E. But, hey, caller, we want to say thank you. We'll give it to E. Uh, but hey, call, uh, call us back. Yeah, real, real quick question. At the very end of the movie, uh, you know, she ran away from, uh, like, her house and shit, and she ran all the way to Brad's apartment. And she said, hey, Brad, I, I want you to fuck me right now, but I'm not leaving my yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's not really all and she said. The, there's, a lot, there's a lot more to what she said, but yes. I was just kind of What's your curious, question? I'm just kind of curious what's your point on that? Like, why did she say, yeah, I'm, I want you to fuck me, you know? But she was really all right, let me, let me make a quick point real quick to the prior point that my guy Steve said, all right? You guys got to understand something. There's dumb dudes and, and, and smart men, okay? There's <laughs> smart women and goofy bitches. All right, you need to know this. I've met both, and now there's more goofy bitches and, and dumb dudes, then there is wise men and smart women, yes. okay? 
but they're out there. I've had women who I introduced myself to them. Yes. And I already knew this motherfucker wanted me. But they flat out told me, I can't be with you. I can't. I can't have sex. I want to have sex. I can't. I can't. I, you, you, you'll hurt me. You're gonna hurt me. Yeah. I already know. I can tell by talking to you. My life. My, she. I've had women tell me. I got my life right where I want it, and you'll turn my life upside down. My shit will be all through. So, and I, and and guess what? She didn't fuck me. She stopped seeing me. Yeah. Um, you know Billy Ho. You know Billy Ho. The, the whole Billy. Billy couldn't do that. Billy didn't have enough strength. She didn't. Have, her friend was a hoe. She was a hoe. She lived that lifestyle. There are women out there that have lived and experienced the ride, the ride that we talk about. Oh yeah. But they they're smart enough to know, I'm gonna lose everything on that ride. That's a fun ride, and as exciting as it is, I'll lose everything on that ride. So they just make the decision. I had a woman one time. I just want to tell the audience this: who's cutting my hair? Who I was turning on. I was just getting a haircut, and I was talking to her about my lifestyle, about all the women I'm fucking and this shit. And she and and she she and I she asked me, would you like to meet for a drink? And she was married with two kids. Same story. Mm-hmm. All right. I said, yeah, we can meet. Yeah, we can meet. Yeah, we can meet. Of course. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the next time I went in to get my haircut, she pulled me outside and said, I got to tell you something. She said, you scare the fuck out of me. Yeah. She's like, you're extremely handsome. Yeah. She's like, you're so sexy. You give me anxiety. Like just knowing when I looked at the book yes. and I saw that you made an appointment, I I I I, I had so much anxiety. Why did she have anxiety? Because she wanted my dick in her pussy. All right, that's yes. what she wanted. She wanted my dick in her mouth and all that. But she but she thought, is it worth losing my husband, my two kids? No, it's not. So she went and got me a gift card and said, I got you set up at a local barbershop. I can no longer cut your hair. She got rid of me, bro. And, and so what I'm saying is there's women, they, they say you can't negotiate desire, okay? I agree with that. However, you can control yourself, okay? You can't negotiate what, what turns you on. You can't. That's just, just going to happen, okay? But you can have willpower and decide to go against something. You do have the choice in that matter. So I will tell you that that's the big part of it. They're showing that side. There's, there's very few women that can taste the road. They can go on that roller coaster. They can taste that feeling. But then at some point they say they can rise up and they can say, nah, but you know what? If I keep going on that road, I'll lose everything. Meanwhile, the hoe, the hoe that ain't got the mind for that and the willpower for that, she's going to want to keep running back to them streets. See, here's the thing. It's the woman that diets but still eats the chocolate cake. I believe, E, that that woman is going through a torment right now from mind to body. It's an internal battle because she can't let – okay, she's letting you go, E, but she can't let you go because every guy that she runs into or even her husband is going to remind you of her, and it's always going to be a battle. Eventually, I really feel like she's going to come back in some shape or form, even if it's trying to reach out to you by mistake or whatever like that because – what, what people don't understand about us, E, is that a lot of these women, they, they I always tell women, and I've told them, I said, listen, you've you got to make this choice. You, you, have a, you have a crossroads, okay? You can have the thrill. you got choice A. You can have a bad boy and have the time of your life. You're you're going to see things and elevate, and you're going to go through things that you've never been with before, but you'll never have them. 
you'll, you'll never be able to have him, okay? That's door number one. Or you can go to door number two and find a good guy that is going to give you the security. That's going to, and I've been, I would say before this show came out, that's why it blew me away because it's like you're going to have the good guy that gives you the security, the house, the kids. He's straight-laced, but you're never going to have the feeling that that man gives you. And you've got to make a choice. Women have to make a choice. That's why I always tell them that I know you want someone single. But at the end of the day, you need us in your life to have. See, women don't. Have, they're always never going to have the balance, E, because without us, because we give. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's why I was a whore. That's why I was a gigolo. Because mm-hmm. I got paid to give them balance. Because mm-hmm. us. The thing about these two motherfuckers right here, we can do the thing that the average guy can't do. Read between the lines. See, it's not about the penetration that makes them want us so bad, E. It's that we can hear their voice when they're having a bad day. They don't have to even say anything. We know when to hold them at the right time. We know when to yank their chain at the right time. We know when to walk away at the right time. We have so many right times that they fall, they, we become, again, an addict. They become addicted to us, E, but... The other guys, they got to pull that out of them. You know, he ain't paying attention to her the right way he's supposed to pay attention to her. And I know this. And, I, and you know what? I don't care because, you know, when I was doing what I was doing, I didn't give a fuck. I, I che- why, do you think I, why do you think I don't get mad at the 98% of guys that do all that pill stuff? Because they're my workers. They're my clients' workers. Their job, E, is to find a woman, date, Go through all the dinners, go through all the dates, move her in, uh, do the every, the, the every kiss begins with K around December and get the engagement and hug everybody and go in there fucking lavish vacations, buy the house, have the kids, have the white picket fence and give me the pussy. That, I'm just saying, I'm just, that, to me, see, and again, I, and I only speak for me, that's the job of the average guy, that that's his job. He will never fulfill. E, you remember Twenty Shades of Grey uh, when Fifty Shades of Grey came out? You know what guys are saying? I can never do that kind of stuff in that book. Oh my God, that that was just so crazy. I can't do. I can't pull her hair and smack her ass. I just don't know. Right or Bridges of Madison County? Boring guy. Mm-hmm. They unfortunately, in my opinion, E, they need us. We are the balance. Now, they can't have us, but the problem is, E, like the, like the barber said real quick. The barber said to you, E, that, you know what? You're just too much. The, the, the thought of you makes, makes me, brings me pain. But I remember someone always telling me that, Ace, hey, you're the cause and the cure. You're, you're the mm-hmm. cause of all my pain because even when we're with them, E, they miss us. Even when we with them, they they want they want to hold on to time like it's just the most precious thing. But it's the pain they leave when we leave. But it's the great feeling they have when we are even. You can just say hi to her, and you make her whole fucking week. E, what say you, my brother? Yeah, I mean everything you said is true. There's so many different layers to so many layers, and it all depends. It all depends, like what you want as a man. Because yes. keep this in mind, ladies, you're not off the hook. There's, there's dudes out here that'll be with you, but they need that little hoe that sucks their dick and deep throats and swallows, and they need, we need that too. And if you're not that, we'll always be wondering, like, yo, what happened to uh, Betty that sucks that deep throat? What the fuck happened to her, man? Uh, I gotta go. So, hey, I got, hey, I think she works at that local coffee shop. I'm gonna go in there and give me a latte. 
and then put these balls on her chin real quick. All right, so just know that you motherfucking bitches ain't off the hook either. All right, so meanwhile, this show is showing the mind of a woman. But keep in mind, though, there's married men out here that's getting tired of your boring ass, too. Yes. And so they're, they're also thinking, like, yo, what happened to that bitch that I, that I lived above the bar? That had a squeaky ass bed that I used to knock that ass out. So, so, so there's always gonna be that for everybody. Okay. Now, um, here's another thing. There was a point that I wanted to bring up, and I think it's yeah. Well, let me. Oh, oh. There's something that that my guy Donald Trump said. Hear me out on this. It's really this is a good thing. Take your time. Donald Trump's brother died of alcoholism at a young age, and I posted this one time on my Instagram. Mm. Donald Trump said, my brother was a better man than me. Great-looking guy, but he could not beat alcoholism. He said, I never had a sip of alcohol in my entire life. He said, do you know why? Do you want to know why? Because I know it runs in our genetics, and I have an addictive personality. And so although I've been tempted to taste alcohol, trust me, Donald Trump been to many parties in his life. Many parties in his life, yes. but he said he's never had a sip of alcohol, yes. and he said because I always knew he, my brother allowed it to kill him, and there's a chance that if I that I, if I taste that and I really really like that, I might not be able to kick it. So you gotta have that kind of like wisdom, God. Something could be attractive to you, but you gotta tell yourself: Is it worth me going into that realm? Is it worth me opening that door? Okay, you got to ask yourself these questions. And women, you don't have any leaders. You can see that. All your dads, most of your dads are bitches. So I got to be your dad. Steve's got to be your dad. So for women watching, sometimes you got to ask yourself, is it worth opening that door? Because there's something, there's pleasure on the end of that door. But you women can't get over that pleasure. You cannot, you have a memory and that shit is sealed in you. Okay, so just remember, uh, shout out to, to, uh, to Donald Trump. I love that segment. Alcoholism killed his brother in his 40s. It also killed my father in his 40s. So, and that's why Donnie said, I'm, I've never touched the stuff and I never will. And I even tell my kids not to touch it because it runs. It, it's, in our, it's, in our, it's in our bloodline, alcoholism, and you got to stay away from it. And that's why uh, 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 Donald Trump is where he is because he could have went down another. He could have opened that door. But he didn't. And so just remember, some doors, although exciting, there's a, you think there's a fun life out there. Maybe there is a fun life, but there's a price to pay for that life. What I, what I think in moving on is she had a coping thing that she did, and I think the coping thing opened up the door because I think she thought by putting her feelings. You remember, remember guys out there who don't understand this, uh, women have always had, since for centuries, had these things called diaries where they put their thoughts and their emotions that they can't they can't tell the world. So they feel like if they put their words down on paper, it'll take away some of the the feelings that they have. And I think e at this point she she begin to fast uh, fantasize. She begin to have thoughts. She, you know, she was tripping the fuck out. So she's like, you know what? I, I, I can't really talk to anybody. So let me just go ahead and start creating a journal e in which I can have a private journal 
where I can share my thoughts and leave myself of the feelings and the thoughts and all the fucking and sucking I do, all the shit Brad did with me, and I can do this and feel good about myself, and I can have this between myself, E. But let's start to, let's go to that point because now she knows there's something starting to happen to her, E. It's not, it's coming. It's like, um... It's like those movies where they feel like I'm changing or, you know, like a zombie. I'm, I'm changing. It's a change, but I'm trying to hold it in. But maybe I'll create a journal. Let's talk about that, where she began to start talking about the experience because she had no one to really talk to, in my opinion. What say you, E? Hey, dangerous, man. You're borderline on a, an emotional response right there at 755, bro. A borderline on, a, on an emotional response right there. That was a trigger for you. Um, the diary. Yeah, hey, well, Russ, I mean, hey, hold on. Tell me, Russ, 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 listen, Russ, listen. I'm sorry. Listen, Russ, please, man. Let let my man, I don't give a fuck if it's Trump or, or Umfufu. It's not about it's that. Wisdom it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wisdom, wisdom in, in that And don't, you got to listen to what he's saying. And we, we, this is not about political or anything. He's just mm-hmm. explaining something. So please, man. Don't come in here with that shit, dog. Come on, man. Be better than that. I'm sorry, E. I didn't mean to interrupt. And he is better than that. And he is better right. than that. But in that moment, I had to, I had to call right. it on no a little accountable. Out. That was an emotional deflecting shit. Go ahead, brother. So, so let me say, and he is better than that, all right? So, so um, where was I going with this? All right, there was a problem, too, that I saw. Remember when he found the journal, and she went and told her friend, he found my journal, and then the, and then the friend was like, What's he doing reading your journal? That's private. And I was thinking, like, see, this motherfucker ain't running his marriage. Like, you should be able to look at anything, whatever the fuck I want to look at. This, I can look at anything I want to fucking look at. This, I married you, bitch. And, and there are no secrets here. See, but so, so that's how I looked. I didn't like that part because that's going to show women that watch, like, yeah, we're supposed to have our little private time, and we could write a little journal and, and, and then write about all the dicks we sucked and all the balls we licked, and we should be able to relive that anytime we want. I'm not saying you're not supposed to, but if you're married to a man and he's over there at work and you're sitting over here reliving your past with a glass of wine, bitch, you need to go back to the street then. All right. So, and that's the way I look at it. So, so I didn't, I, I didn't like that part because I could see women like co-signing that shit. Like, see, see, you shouldn't be looking through it. And I, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not saying that you should look through this or that you shouldn't, but there shouldn't be any secrets, any lies when you're, when you're about to get married. You've got to be that transparent dude that doesn't judge her, that gives her the opportunity to reveal herself to you so that way you can make a decision on this woman. So uh, that was my take on that. Yeah. Um, I, when I saw that part, I said there's going to be a lot of women that see this part when the girls were conversing about him finding the diary and how he looked at it and how they were like, why was he looking at your diary? And I was just thinking, like, there's going to be women that are, like, co-signing that. Like, yeah, why is he looking at your stuff? Because, bitch, when you get married to a man, you shouldn't be right. Now, look, if he knows about <laughs> again, it all comes back to honesty and transparency from the man. So if, if, if they talked about that, now, look, there's some marriages where women and the man and the woman do talk about their sexual past. I mean, look, there's some marriages, some guys, some women and men, uh, women and men that get together, and they're so transparent. They do talk about their sexual past. Unusual, unconventional, but they're out there. So, again, I, I, I see it all comes back to Cooper, in my view. The biggest problem that I want guys to know, at least from my vantage point, to take a lesson from is that Cooper had no game when it, come to, when it came to 
women. He had game when it came to his, his job, to his physical appearance. He clearly was in good shape. But it, and, and look at that. He had the looks. He had the status. He had the money. He had the life. But he didn't have the game when it came to relationships and understanding women. And, and because of that, remember what she said, Steve, and I'll throw it back to you. She said that I was one month removed from Brad when I met Cooper. He was a rebound, man. And you got to know when a motherfucking bitch is on a rebound. You got to know that. You can't elevate a woman that's on a rebound. It's a bad idea. You fuck her. You hang out with her. You be, you're honest with her, but you don't elevate her. So, and, and, and that was one thing that she said. She said, I was one month removed from Brad, and I met Cooper, and he was the nice guy, the perfect guy. He made salmon for me. I remember when he told her parents, I'm a big fan of your daughters. I was like, oh, it's a wrap for you. When you, tell, when you tell a parent, I'm a big fan of your daughters, it's a wrap for you. I, I didn't like what happened with Cooper, like you said. I didn't like it, but I'm explaining to you on my end why I understood it. The reason why I understood it is, is the same reason why there's a separation between our kind and the humans. You see, when women are... When women get around individuals who now again he's a great guy and all that other stuff, but there were no values, there were no principles that he lived by. He he, he didn't have any kind of uh, laws, rules, or codes. He was a a good guy. And what I saw to me was a woman. The reason why she held it away from her is a reason why a lot of women do that because. Most of these guys, and we've always talked about this, come from an effeminate, emotional, uh, they're like more like mommy. You know what I mean? They're more like mommy. And a lot of women can recognize effeminate men. And because I think, to me, it was wrong, but I think she kept it away because she knew he couldn't handle it, which kind of proves it later on that he couldn't, but... Yeah, a lot of women are not going to. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna love these guys in their own way, but they're also gonna protect them from a truth because a lot of guys, humans that don't stand on anything, they can't handle the truth. Like Jack Nichols, they can't. They they, they can't handle because they got this umbilical cord. Everything is sunshine and rainbows, and everything's perfect, and they can't handle. Because you even see it today with the pills. They can't even handle a woman fucking. They, they, they can't handle women even having sex now, right? They, they can't even handle that. So Hair bonding. Right, Hair bonding. right. right. They, they, they just can't. So a lot of women, again, they're not going to say anything to these guys because it, it's the, it's, they just can't handle that kind of a truth because – the emotional side of them is going to break them. They they don't have they're not like they have a strong rock. You know what I mean? And so, in my opinion, I I didn't like what she did, but I think in her mind, I have to protect him because if if I don't, he, he he's gonna start to what judge me? Well, he's gonna start well because we're about to break down what happened when he saw that shit because he tried to. We'll get to the emulation, but. He couldn't even handle what he ran. I mean, he, he acted like he could handle it, 
but he couldn't because he wasn't solid as a man, in my opinion. And that's why I felt it was wrong, I agree with you, but I feel that she had women have to keep this away. I, I don't, I, again, you're right. It's wrong to do it, and they should not do it. But remember, E, what we're dealing with out there. We're dealing with a lot of young men that act more like mommy and can't handle truths like that. They just, they just don't have the makeup like you and I have to be able to handle that kind of truth. What say you, my brother? Yeah, this is uh, – let me, let me say something to these guys. There's a way to actually be able to deal with a woman who has a, a, a strong sexual past. Now, if you have a strong sexual past as a man, and you're transparent about that. Like, hey, I'm looking for a girl that's got some experience. I don't got time to be babysitting a chick and teaching her how to fuck me. Like, you know how to fuck her? Like, 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 like you almost have to, like, let her feel comfortable to reveal herself to you. Keep in mind something, too. If you're a dude, I, I have a strong, very strong sexual past. Yes. One that I'm not, like, that proud of. I'm not, I'm not, like, let me say this. I don't brag about it, but I'm also not proud of it. Like, like I, or I should say, I don't brag about it, but I don't frown. Like, I'll, I'll even say this. Like, like, there was some downside as a man, me, speaking for myself, yes. to fuck as many women as I fucked. I wasted time. It wasn't worth it. It was potentially risky. Uh, there were some moments I fucked without a condom, which I could have got the woman pregnant. Yeah. Uh, there were times I had to call out work the next day because I was up partying, fucking this bitch, spilling beer all over her back and shit. Like, I mean, I, I have a, a, a strong sexual path, one that I wish I could go back and maybe, you know, tell a hundred of them motherfuckers get lost, yes. okay? Yes. I'm, just, I'm keeping it real. Yes. I'm speaking for myself. Yes. Yes. So if you introduce a woman to say, hey, look, I got a strong sexual path too, but I'll be honest with you, you know, it was kind of dumb. It lacked a little bit of wisdom. I wasted a lot of time. It wasn't worth it. You know, I, you know, I'm more disciplined now. And you have to introduce a woman that doesn't know how to balance herself to wisdom and structure. So you could take a woman who has a strong sexual past and, and, and educate her on why that was bad for you. Like, hey, that was, although it was fun, but very little um, 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 return on my, my time investment. And so once you start teaching a woman how to be more disciplined like you, the right woman that is feeling you sexually, she's got to be feeling you sexually. She's got to think you're incredibly sexy to her. You fuck her good. On top of it, you're a great leader. You could take a woman who has a strong sexual past, but that didn't know how to balance it, was all over the place, and introduce her to structure by you. So I just want to let guys know that yeah. they're not 100% out of the out of, out off the elevation list. But you got to be the kind of dude that talks to her openly and transparent about your sexual past and how you would have made some cha You could make some changes. And what that does for the woman, it starts making her think like, yeah, I was really reckless too. What I'm saying is, is that you got to put a woman on game when it comes to being structured and disciplined. And if you don't do it, I promise you that woman's going to be all over the place. And you ain't gonna be able to control them. Here's the you're right, but here's the the mm -hmm. problem. And it's not you're right at everything you're saying, but here's the problem. The problem is is that guys today are not fucking at the rate that that's they true. should be that's fucking. True. So, <laughs> that's and true. because that's they're true. not fucking at the rate they should be fucking, and all they're doing is fucking hanging around other guys complaining about women who are maybe fucking. The problem is is that. Judgment will always come into play because for us, in my opinion, Eve, 
the reason we don't judge because number one, we don't give a fuck, but number two, we fuck so much. It just, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, you do your thing, whatever, right? It just doesn't, I don't, I mean, I don't even, right. I, I've always, under, I'm, I'm never going to ask her count because I know that bitch going to lie. I know she, I know she going to lie. I know. But even in the truth, but like, because I, I talked about this before, E, like, I, I, I'll use Garoppolo as an example. We all know that he could get any woman he wanted, but what did he date a porn star? He was dating a porn star for a little while. So he knew she was, he knew she was fucking and sucking dick, getting red and drove, and he didn't care. And we look at Hollywood. We can look at the Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. We can look at everybody in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. What do they do in Hollywood? All they do is go from relationship to relationship. And we see it on a grand scheme, but we don't, most guys just see it as, oh, she's just in a new relationship. But she is getting hauled out from one guy to the next, to the next, to the next, till she finds someone she married. It's just this, it's, but the problem is with the guys today is that they're always going to be like the, the husband because he, the, the fuck count is so low that he ha, he's going to be judgmental because of the emotion. He's going he's to see her as being slutty because he ain't fucking enough. And even look, even if she had, for some of these guys in these peel things, uh, two, two, her sleeping with two guys is too much. Uh, yeah. Or one guy is, oh, my God, I'll be sleeping with that one guy. Because remember, guys, what, what's bad? A woman fucking... A thousand guys one uh, one time, or she fucking one man a thousand times. I mean, you know, yeah, yep. I said it on a Patreon video for guys. I said, oh, trust me, you don't want your your woman that knew me to go with you after because <laughs> even if she was just me with me for a year, I fucked the lining out that bitch. All right, I fucked the lining out that motherfucker. So whether she had fifty dudes that fucked her for five minutes. And we're just, you know, Minutemen or whatever, or with a few good ones in between. Trust me, when I get to that ass and what I do to the mind and the pussy and the emotions and the spirit, bro, she's a fucking wrap after that. So just keep that in mind. It's not really so much. It does, I mean, this it's good information to have. Because I'll tell you right now, if I meet a woman who's been with as many women as as, as I've been with in, in terms of men, yeah. she's probably going to be in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably going to be crazy, bro. Like, you're going to be, if you've been with hundreds of men, you're you're fucked up. I, I'm just telling you. Yeah. I'm telling the guys this. They gotta know this. I, I, I just I've met enough women. I've been around enough. If you go with a woman that doesn't know how to manage her system, her emotions are everywhere. She she she's always always makes a decision, moves off her decision, easily fucked. Like when a woman is easily fucked, bro, she she's damaged, man. I'm just letting you know she's. I'm not telling you to judge her. I'm not telling you to be littler. I'm not telling, but I'm I'm also telling you to not upgrade her either. Like you got you gotta know. It's just like a person that jumps from job to job to job. If you're an interviewer, I've said this before. If I'm interviewing someone, I'm gonna say, okay, how long you at your current job? Now, how long you been there? And she's like, I've I've been there 15 years. Okay, I've been promoted three times. Um, they, you know, and then I, then I interviewed somebody and said, how long have you been at your current job? Well, I've been in this job three months. And then one before that, I was at it for five months. And the other one before that, they fired me. It was seasonal. And after that, I was at another job. I'm like, okay, bitch, you can't keep a job. Okay. There's no stability to you. So, so it's, and you got to think like, you have to think about it, men, in these terms, at least, you know, from my vantage point. Well, look at the hypo- look at the hypocrisy and what's going on today. All these guys who ain't fucking, what do they want? 
the one-night stands. They want the quick fuck. They want to fuck. Come on. As soon as I meet you, let's go back to my place. But yet you're complaining about Right, but you're complaining about the woman that's giving up the pussy fast. See, that's the problem what's going on with these guys. They want the porn sex, but then they want to judge the bitch for giving him what they're asking for. And here's the thing that I brought this up uh, earlier uh, last night where he was, you know, you, they're always talking about how hoarse these women are, and they're always talking about these women are fucking all these guys. Well, then why aren't you getting pussy from them? If, that, if they've yeah. given the pussy up That's that true. fast, why aren't you going after them? Why aren't you talking to them if they really fucking the way you say they are? But see, but e, like I said before, these guys don't care about counts. They, they really want a woman. They, they just want somebody. They, they really, deep, deep, deep down inside, most of these motherfucking guys know that they just run their mouths on the Internet, but they know they want a warm body up under them no matter what the fuck she's doing because they're not man enough to even walk away. So they'll take whatever they can get. But let's continue and get on. Okay, so the husband, he sees the journal. And at that point, he felt... Like he was competing against a ghost because, hey, Brad was Brad, Brad is Brad's doing his own thing, right? He ain't even in the he ain't even in the picture, and yet he's like, well, I, I got to compete with this guy now that is real because we know remember he has no experience because a lot of these guys don't have experience. E. A lot of these guys listen to these shows and that pure shit, they just don't have the experience that we try to give them. We That's why you go to Champion Game Coaching or the Man Mindset because we give you the experience that you need to be able to navigate this shit. But because a lot of guys think they can do it on their own, they end up like that guy, and then they feel like that, like, for instance, if I was the, the, the husband, I, I would feel threatened by, I don't even know you, E, but because she's talking about you, that means she's thinking about you. So that means in order for me to get you off of her mind, I got to try to do all the things that you did uh, just off, off the top of your dome. You, everything yeah. you did was because you were a cold motherfucker, right? Everything you did to that woman, you cold as fuck. But I got to conjure up everything you did and try to be you, basically. What say you, brother? Yeah, um, there's, there's a point I want to make real quick uh, to your earlier point about guys being judgmental. It's like you, you, you contradict yourself. You want to smash right away, but then you're mad at women for smashing you. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yeah, it's like, you know, you want to fuck all the time. It's like a big emphasis here in the manosphere. It's like all, all I want to do is smash, but then you get it. But you got to smash someone in order for you to smash. And there's got to be someone that, that gets a body when you fuck her. Okay? So when, he, when you fuck somebody, that they have a body now, and you're one of them. So there's something to be said. I just want to say something that, that uh, what was his name? Uh, he was at the 21. Je- Jesse Peterson? Jesse Lee. Is that his name? Jesse, Jesse Lee? Jesse Lee. He said, uh, stop being slut makers. Okay, now now I understand the concept of what he's saying. If, if you men don't want women to have high body counts worldwide, listen, then... You need to change your behavior and, and, and the, um, the importance that you place on sex right away. Look, we all want to fuck. We all want to fuck, and there's a, time, there's a person to fuck. There's a time to fuck. There, there's a, a circumstance in which we should fuck, okay? However, I'm a, I used to be a big slut maker, okay? I ain't proud 
of of turning women into slut. Okay, I'm not, I'm not I'm not proud of it. So so I will tell you, there's something to be said about being mindful of being fair out here in the game. And and you and just like we talk about Sims, liking all these pictures, kissing ass, simping for women, begging. Look, you turn these women into monsters. You want to know who turned women into monsters? Men, soft simp beta male men. That's who turn women into monsters. So you have the power to change this. It begins and ends with the man. If I got all the men worldwide to get together, I say, hey, I got a challenge for all of y'all. And they said, anything you say, coach. And I said, stop simping for women and, and have some sexual discipline about yourself for six months and watch what happens in six months, okay? That was just one point I wanted to make. The second point uh, that we were talking about, um, um, yes. He tried to be uh, go into competition with this guy. Even when, remember when he met, he read the diary and then tried to angry fuck her in the kitchen. It didn't work. <laughs> he, he tried to angry fuck her in the kitchen and it didn't work. He couldn't even keep up and shit. He was like, oh, uh, she was like, wait, wait, don't stop, don't stop, fuck me, I'm a slut, fuck me. And he was just like, uh, 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 you know, it, it, it's just not in him. Like, look, it's just not in him, man. It's just not in you like that. Here's what you got to do if you find out your girl has got a diary like that. Bye. I really do mean this. I, I, guys, you got to hear me out. If you find out that you married a woman and she, she went with you on a, as a rebound and she's with you for safety and security and, and comfortability, and, but she has a strong sexual past and she's still thinking about her ex and you find out about it, do not compete with that guy. You got, and even if you got kids, you just tell her, bye. We're done. But in a perfect world, yes. But here's the problem with these guys. See, they don't understand how deep game is, how women run game to a point where they run Good the thing we're here. Good yeah. thing we're here, man. That's wonderful thing we're yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. Because women run game. And yet, again, he tried to be that other person, but he couldn't hang with that other person. And if he, he's, again, they didn't show that, but that would be the same kind of person. Where, was his dick bigger than mine, or did he last longer, or, you know, what did he do? Matter of fact, I mean, he Hey, did you, notice, did you notice this, Steve? I'm sorry, I don't no, mean to catch y'all. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, wait. All right, I, I want to I I demonstrate a point. Do you remember when uh, Cooper was like, man, fuck this bitch. Uh, you know what? I'm getting tired. Remember when he was ignoring her? Yes. There was a segment in the movie where, or in the series where Cooper was like, man, man fuck you, man. I just got a promotion. I'm about to bust this Asian bitch at my job. That really like, fuck you, man. I ain't got time for your little whole way. Get the fuck out of here. Take your ass back to the streets. All right? And remember how she was, like, worried. Like, oh, I'm going to lose him. I'm going to lose him. No, I don't, I don't want Brad. I want you. And remember, at the tail end of the movie, he took her back. He thought everything was back to smooth sailing. They're over here at the recital. She's sitting there looking at Brad in the distance. He ain't even there and shit. They're, they're at the Remember when she started seeing visions of Brad at yes. the end? He wasn't even there? Yes. And, and, so, and so what I'm saying, guys, is that there was a segment where Cooper was, like, getting ready to be done with this hoe. He was just like, you know what? Take your ass back to the streets. I'm good. I got a, a rich Asian chick at my office who is feeling me. I'll be done with this shit. And when he gave her that nonchalant, bitch, please kind of energy, remember how she was treating him. She, she, wanted, she wanted Cooper at that time because he was giving her that resistance. 
He was in a way kind of being that bad boy. Yes. He was getting ready to give her the motherfucking boot and say, hey, I'm done. I just got a promotion. Bitch, please. So what I'm telling you is you got to have standards. You have to be willing to walk. Even though you don't want to, Steve shows you this all the time. That that guy on the show, uh, was it Ghost? Yeah. That show Ghost. When he wants to knock on that door, remember when, remember when oh, he yeah. left? Yeah. And he yeah. wants to knock, and he wants to, okay? He he wants to knock. He's, it's hurting him. Yeah, and he didn't want to. But he goes, fuck that. I'm going to fix my tie, and I'm going to walk off. Right. you got to be willing to get, yeah. once clarity has arrived in your life, man, even if it's not what you want, even if it just turns your whole life upside down, you trusted this woman, and it turns out she's journaling about another man's dick. It's over, man. Yeah. You gotta be willing to let her go. Now, if, if she comes back to you later and you reestablish authority at that time and you change her, maybe there's a possibility. But in my opinion, if you read a whole fucking laptop full of a woman talking about getting fucked and fucking dick and a lifestyle that she misses and I feel like I lost myself and I miss that woman, please pack her motherfucking bags and tell her go back to that life. We're done. The thing that that guys don't understand about game, and that's why we always try to push and promote game to y'all guys, is that if we look at her friend, what was her friend always saying? Fuck him. He's no good for you, girl. Stay away from him. He's not Damn. good for you. <laughs> you know I'm going with this. He ain't yeah, good for you, girl. Don't, don't be with him. He's a jerk. He's an asshole. And then... When she's freaking the fuck out because, let, let's, let me back up a little bit before I get to that point. She decided to, okay, you know what? I need to calm my nerves and hang out with the girls who can probably put more of a, 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 a ceiling on my feelings because I'm, I'm freaking out. I, I, you know, I, I need that, that, that adrenaline rush or whatever. But her own best friend, who was telling her all that you, when she was crying on her lap, oh, he's no good for you, girl. Don't, you'll get over him. And, guys, they do that all the time. But one thing y'all guys got to understand is that I think a lot of y'all guys didn't know that Brad fucked that bitch. But why? Let me tell you why. Because, see, women who get fucked well by men, they sell us to all their friends. They tell the woman all the nasty shit we did, how we made them feel, and what women normally do, they feel like they're missing. I, I got to try it. I wonder how it is. Does he do that with me? Blah, blah, blah. And the same woman, E, that when she cried on her lap was heartbroken, just dogging Brad out. Brad ain't shit. You need to stay where he's no good for you and all this other shit. What did she wind up doing? Was it in fucking France? Running to Brad, and Brad got that pussy, did, and yeah. she gave it up, and she was cool with it. He talk on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just want you women to know that all your girlfriends ain't shit. All of them. Every single one of them. I don't care how cool you've been. That motherfucker, if she wants your man, she's going to shit on you and fuck your man. Yes. And she'll talk you out of it. She'll say, he ain't good to you. Uh, there's no future with this guy. All he does is fucking hurt you. Yes. And then uh, and let, let me put me in the room with that bitch and she'll be sucking my dick. And I promise you that. So I'm telling every woman listening, all your friends ain't shit. Yes. Every, if there's a, now, here's the thing. A woman will, will sell you to her friends if she knows 
she wants to be with you long term. There's women out there that'll take your your dick and just fuck with you. Remember how they sent the two dudes to the store to get bagels and they were giving them instructions like get our bagel with cheese and well whatever whatever. Remember how she sent them? They sent yes. those two dudes yes. to, to get breakfast. They had no future for those dudes. They pretty much used them and now just telling them to the store to get them food. So there's women out there that will sell you to their friends because they don't really like you like that. They're, they, they'll use you for a little bit of dick and some attention, a couple of dinners, and then they're done with you. Yes. Okay? So if, if a woman is not selling you to her friends, mm. then she really likes you. Just know that right now. A woman that gets a taste of a real man with some drop, some fucking killer dick, with a killer mindset, with, with fucking self-respect, Man, she's gonna go into hiding with your ass, bro. She ain't gonna tell. She might mention you. I met a guy, but she is not telling them anything about your sexual your sexual experiences with her. Uh, so just know that if a woman talks about her sex with you, she don't like you that much. If she does not talk about her sexual past, her, your, her sexual experience with you, she likes you. Think about the high that even was even higher than her journal. The high. That that man gave her, and this is what we, this is what you learn from men, that we can always elevate sexuality with a woman to depths that she never thought that she would ever reach, because she never thought. Because remember, when she found out about them fucking, she was all hurt. Oh, how could you? And all this other shit, right? She was all distraught. But guess, guess what? Guess what? Old Brad did. Brad took an opportunity to say, you know what? Let's go ahead and up that Andy on this shit because there are things that you don't even know that you know about yourself. But you know what? I'm going to bring it out in you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call you. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that phone and I'm going to position that motherfucker right by the door. And I'm going to allow you to watch me fuck the woman that stabbed you in the back. And not only did she watch E, she masturbated and then she kept the fucking video because, and, and this is what you guys understand about games. See, it's the, the shit that we do to women that is so deep that just when she thought there was the edge or she was on the fringe, uh, e, that she couldn't, mm-hmm. that it couldn't get any more exciting on a sexual level. Here he is throwing the woman that stabs you in the back in your face and you get to watch me fuck her on camera and she got off on that shit because it was something that she never experienced before, man. What say you, brother? Yeah, I mean, I've done that so many times. I've actually macked on women in, in, in the same bed that are friends. Okay, I remember one time when I was younger in my earlier twenties, I was seeing this really, really good-looking girl that I was working with back in Marshall Fields in, 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 in Illinois, and I knew her friend wanted me, and so I went to her house. Uh, we were drinking. It was me and her, and her friend, and, and the girl I was seeing, just the three of us. The, the girl I was seeing fell asleep on the bed. The other girl was laying on the floor. I went down on the floor and was macking on her. She was kissing me. Uh, jacking me off, I, YouTube chill, <laughs> okay. But but I'm sa- I'm saying I'm saying that these girls, if they, they, I'm telling you, you you women think you got real friends. You do not have real friends. Not when there's a man in a real man in the picture, and there's competition there. There, uh, all bets are off. So yes, I mean, 
it, yeah, that's going to happen. I mean, you know, he did that to her. Um, you know, see, you see, when I, when I teach the game, it, you know, I come from a, I do come kind of from a place of, 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 of hey, you got to stand for something. Even Steve does. Steve says you got to stand for something. You got to have a standard of principle code. Steve says it all the time. I say it in my own way the same way too. It's like, you know how many women that, that wanted to fuck me one week before they got married that I had to turn away? I mean, several sexy women that called me up, lay down, take this pussy, uh, and we're honest. Oh, I thought you were getting married. I'm getting married in a week. A week. Okay, yeah, I'm actually going to the uh, dinner, uh, the recital dinner tonight to, to, to plan for the wedding, um, but I want you to fuck me one more time. And I'm like, nah, nah. I, I, that, see, it, it all depends on the guy. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong or right, but I'm saying, guys, you got to stand for something. I sent these women home. I said, hey, look, I'm not going to – look, I, I don't want that on my shoulders. I got to go to sleep at night, and I got to lay my head on my pillow and know <laughs> that a, a, a champion is laying there, okay? A champion is laying there. I ain't going there laying, laying on my pillow like a chump. I'm going to lay there like a champ. So I've sent all these uh, – now, in my 20s, I didn't do it. I fucked at least three girls that had rings on their fingers, and you should see the things that they did for me one or two weeks out from a marriage. And that's why you guys got to properly vet and know these motherfuckers before you invest like this. So I'm t- in my 20s, I fucked women with rings on their fingers, and they were soaking wet, swallowing nut, doing everything for me. Okay, just know that. Yeah. But in my 30s, I advanced. My, you know, I, I became, I came out of the mirror a little bit more, started looking at the big picture, and started, you know, wanting to build this champion that I talk about. So there was a handful, at least a handful of women Beautiful, sexy, ready to fuck. That I said, hey, you gonna have to find somebody else for that. I don't want that on my. I don't want that on my conscience. You're doing that dude wrong, but it's on you. But I don't want any part of it. I send them home, and I'm gonna tell you this. I'll throw it to Steve. All those women, every single one that got married, that wanted me to fuck them a week out from their marriage, they're all divorced. I, 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 again, I'm on the other side of the track. I, yeah, I know. I had, I had women do things with me that they would never do with their husbands. They, because they were so sexually safe and they just wanted to do the most nastiest, dirtiest shit because they knew that there were no judgments that they, they, they can get it. Cause you know, a lot of guys, a lot of regular guys judge women for being nasty, you know, role playing, you know, all that stuff. I was never like that. I was always open. Like, like you said, I didn't do the video thing because back in the, they used to have a thing called party. We call them party lines, three-way calls and shit. You know, it was before the phone. Well, it was called three-way calls. So what I would do is if I had a woman who had a friend and she knew the friend was trying to get at me, I'd tell her, what I want you to do, I want you to take your clothes off. I want you to be quiet. I'm going to make her play with her pussy while you play with yours. And I want you to get off how I get your girl off. And, and I used to do that. I used to even have women that said, you know what? I just want to watch. They'll, they'll, they'll bring their girlfriend in or something like that. And they would just sit in the corner and either, you know, play with their pussy or whatever they do. But they just, you know, cause I was in that, I was in some deep ass shit, but they would want to watch. They just, they got off on the thrill and the excitement of watching how I, you know, it, see, they can't really see unless we have the mirrors, you know, if you have some on your walls and stuff, they can't really actually see 
how you fuck, you know what I mean? Unless they get what we call that point of view, that third eye, where they get to, they have the advantage point where they can just move around and walk around and watch you stroke and watch you eat pussy. And, and it's the thrill of watching you eat the pussy and fucking or her sucking. It's just the thrill of what's going on between the two turns them on it's just again it's like boy it's like a cuck situation but it kind of reversed yeah. where where the guy gets off of watching you fuck his wife well she'll get off of watching you fuck another woman her friend because she gets to actually see the 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 and i'm sorry they, they love guys i'm sorry they love watching your ass and your hips and that's women's shit I'm sorry, i hate to say that but they love to see the stroking they love to see the caressing the touching the kissing and all the nasty stuff they get all a lot of women get off on that because they they uh, and unfortunately e a lot of women will always have regular guys they a lot of inexperienced guys because and last thing i want to say for though you e is that the reason why it's because a lot of these guys go from high school with the same thinking in the college and the real world. They never, they never study their sexuality. They never study sex because they, they're, nowadays they're ashamed. They, they get shamed by the YouTubers. You're thirsty. You're weak. You know, you all live. Well, you know, I, but I learned how to be sensual and sexual and romantic. And I, I learned how to be kinky and dirty. I learned these things, E, because that was my repertoire to use with a woman and a woman that's sexually looking for her sexuality runs into older guys like this who know sexuality. She's an open book willing to do just about any, I, well, I don't do anal, but you know, I'll do it for you. If you, if you want to, I'll do, I'll do anything you want me to do because of it's not the physical. It's how we make them feel and not judge them for being and doing the dirty shit they about to do. E, what say you brother? Yeah, no, no, I completely agree. I want to give the guys some advice for those out there that would like to get married one day. Okay. This is what you're going to have to be. Okay. I'm just telling you right now. You got to be the husband, the main dude, the side dude, the stripper, uh, the the plumber, uh, the burglar. You're gonna have to be the, the DJ head owner at the mall. Yes. Okay. You got. Okay. You're gonna have to be be every dude that she's ever wanted. Okay. If you wanted to succeed, and look, there's even a small chance it still might not succeed, but your chances are great because this is the game. You have to be all of those dudes. You got. You can't just be the husband and the provider. Oh, I'm going to the mill. See you in 12 hours. Meanwhile, she's on Facebook messaging another dude. Okay. Now, as disrespectful as that is, it's what she's gonna do. Okay. Well, while you're at the mill, you could say, Hey, when I'm at the mill today, I want two videos. Okay. I got you that purple lingerie and that red lingerie at 2 PM. I want you in the purple lingerie on the bed. And I, and at, and at six, right before I get home, I want you in the attic. (laughs) I want you in the attic in the red. Okay. You, you have to be all of those dudes. You got to be the husband, the side dude, her ex. You even got to be not, not her literal ex. But you gotta break up with her, and it, okay, you, there's even times you gotta break up with your current girl while you're with her. Okay, so you're kind of like her ex, but y'all aren't over yet. <laughs> Just hang on. You gotta kind of like give her the feeling of a breakup, so you're like her ex, but y'all ain't really broken up. But she might think y'all are on your way to breaking up. So you gotta be all of these things 
in order to take the, to take your woman, your wife, on that roller coaster ride where she's like, I still get butterflies from this motherfucker. When it, when, I, when the, the second I know I'm gonna see him, I've been married to him for 10, 15 years. I still got the same feeling I got the first week I met this guy. If she does not feel like that with you, it's a very good chance that you're gonna have an unsuccessful marriage. Now, all of you guys might be thinking right now, I don't have the slightest clue on how to do that. This is what I teach. Yep. Steve teaches this. I know he does. <laughs> this is why the, this this business that we have is crucial to men. Yes. Because you got to notice if you're the dude and all you do is is provide the money and the shelter and the security, but you're not making her feel like the side dude. So you can be the side dude. You can be the husband, the side dude. Again, what uh, uh, SSO? We role play all the time. I'm the burglar. I'm a guy at the mall. I might, I might on purpose say, hey, go to, uh, go to Express. I'll see you in 10 minutes. And I walk up to her. I'm like, I, I don't know her in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, so you got to be that dude that'll walk up and say, hey, what's your name? Yeah. Yeah, I spotted you on the other side. I saw you looking at me too. Let's get out of here. And then you take her in the car and you get roadhead from her, from your main girl. Yeah. But in that moment, she feels like, like a slut. But a woman has to feel like a slut yeah. sometimes. So sometimes you got to make your woman feel like a slut, I'm telling you. But it's got to be all supervised and orchestrated by the man. Yeah, I always loved, uh, even when I was a whore and a gigolo, I always loved, E, that uh, I could bring out things in a woman that not only that she can feel, but that she's afraid to talk about and always have ways to solve this, like you were saying, the role play, like even if she wanted two dicks, let me just give you an answer. Like I, there's a lot of women that say, you know what? I just want to feel two dicks. Now, if she, if we got something going on, I'm not going to bring in my boys and nothing like that. I'll just get another dildo, slap that motherfucker yeah. on it, slap the dildo, yeah. a plug. They got sticky things. You slap the dildo on the wall and let her back into it and fuck the dildo while she's sucking your dick. And you flip around. You can always see a lot of you guys don't understand toys. I mean, that's a whole different level of game. But mm-hmm. you, I mean, I'm talking about beads. I would put beads in her asshole and and like the like mm-hmm. the like the beads uh, that they throw in Mardi Gras. You grab the beads, right. you stuff them in her asshole, you stuff them in her pussy, mm-hmm. and you slowly pull them motherfuckers out while you play. I mean, it's game, but they don't even understand that. But but yeah. what, what I what I'm saying to you guys is that. Every woman is different. That's why you have, like E said, you got to be all things. I, I, I have. There, there is a part of me that is about the the control and power, the BDSM. I don't talk about it much, mm-hmm. but uh, I do the hot candle wax. I chain them. I mm-hmm. spank them. I tie them up. I, I throw them or whatever they. And now, one thing I don't, I don't like the choking shit. But, uh, but. If I have to, and that's a necessary, I'll do that shit, right? (laughs) Uh, What I'm saying is, like you say, you know, uh, you guys have, again, this is part of sexuality where y'all go wrong because y'all never go down there. And these women are thirsting for, like you said, variety and novelty and adventure. It can be the same guy in different ways. You know, she's at the bar or she's at the grocery store. There are a million things that these women get off on, but also the the forbidden sex, the the naughty, the, the, the thing I, I should know. No, and, and listen, I will say this because I, I, don't, I don't believe in it, but if it's the role play, we do it. And unfortunately, women, not all, because I don't want to generalize this, I make sure I say this, E, 
A lot of yeah. women love rape sex. I, I'm not saying mm. I'm not saying that all of them, but as a role play, women mm. love it. No, no, you can't have. And and they get. I don't. I don't ask questions. Z. I don't ask. I don't ask questions. But I satisfy yeah. the needs that I know that most guys won't do because if she's saying, because one of my favorites was the one that she wanted me to jerk off on her eggs and eat it. I don't, I, that was her thing, man. She's like, we fuck, she scrambled up some eggs, suck my dick, and we fuck, and I nut on the eggs, and she would eat the eggs. I mean, it, it, whatever. It's just, that was her thing. But I, who am I to judge her? For her king. Put a little paprika on the top, a little paprika. I did put some cheese. I I tried to put some cheese on that shit, girl. So, but you know, she would just nut on the eggs and she would just eat the eggs. <laughs> but I, I but yeah. hey, eat. But I don't ask questions nor do I judge because yeah. I'm saying that it's okay you're in a safe space. And yeah. in this safe space, be what you want to be. I'll never judge you, but that makes them be more to us. And that's yes. the hook because they know mm -hmm. out in the real world with the average guy, they can never be as dirty and nasty. They don't even go for the kids. Yeah. They don't even go for the kids. Yeah. They're bare, they don't even approach. Yeah. So so that that's what and so and so Steve is hundred percent right. Here's another thing. That dildo he was talking about. Uh, you need to put that in her mouth when you're fucking her because sometimes she wants to imagine that she's sucking a, a dick. A dick, right? Okay, right. while she while you're fucking her. Right. Now a lot of you guys are too judgmental for that, and but I'll be honest with you, it kind of turns me on a little bit. I'm like, damn, you a little slut, ain't my yeah, little yeah, slut, okay? Yeah. And, and I used to tell uh, a, a woman, I say, hey, all these dudes that are about to fuck you, they're all me. They're just I cloned them. Yeah. So about yeah. ten EOs is about to fuck you right now. Yeah. And so and so and I'm telling you guys, if you don't do it. Somebody. So go get it somewhere else. So so you gotta just hey make make uh frequent trips to the sex store. Hey we're gonna hey we're gonna have some margaritas, baby, and I'm gonna go get another motherfucking toy. Yes, we're going to the sex store. Yes. And you take her home with no judgment. You fill her asshole. YouTube chill. You fill her asshole. You fuck her. You get the wand. Uh, like you said, the beads. All this. Nipple clamp. Oh yeah. Fucking dildo in her mouth. Blindfold. Fucking all that. Yeah, all and then and then videotape her. A video recorder walk into the bathroom after all that and then send it to her the next day on her phone and just be like and it's, it's just random send, send her walking yes. from the bed after you're done with her to the restroom when she's feeling the walls can't walk fucking laughing and shit smiling if your woman doesn't feel like that i guarantee you mm -hmm. she's gonna find it somewhere else so you have to be all of them men everything and here's what happens when you are that guy all of those guys in one form, like Steve said, and like I've said before, when that little that little thirsty chump that's trying to hit on her at the store, <laughs> she's gonna be like, "Boy, please, please, yeah, I yeah. get a boy, please." I wouldn't even dare send my man off to go do to another woman what he does to me. <laughs> okay, just know that right now. When your woman knows what you do to her, and she's like, "I wouldn't dare." Let my man go off to go do the things he does to me, to another woman? Hell no. So this is, this is the game right here. Yeah, I always tell guys, never get mad at other guys. I mean, if your woman is fucking another dude, don't get mad at the uh, the, the guy. No, you can't. And, and it goes into the next step of the, the movie that he became enamored with the bad boy to a point where he started – fucking following him and stalking him and 
you know, just looking at them and trying to size them up. And what happens is, is again, y'all have to understand what myself and ER, we're just men, we're anomalies. And when you're an anomaly and you know that your woman is creaming on us, because there are a lot of guys, you know, I get emails, you know, did my girl hit you up and all this, you know, all that crazy shit. Why? Because we are something that come out of a fucking fantasy or a, a TV show, I mean, or a romance novel. So they get hooked in on us, but what happens is the guys start to get hooked on the or like guys like us to to a point where they want to, just follow him around and see how he moves. And now here's old boy E, just minding his own business, just walking by his own business. Yeah, he knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. Yeah, he yeah, he knew. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? Knew. You know what? He was cool enough to play it off because he didn't want to yeah, fight. Because there's always going to be jealousy amongst the average guy because these women are always going to want men like us. I'm sorry. I'm just, they're always going to choose us over everything when it comes to anything. And it's hard to look at another man and say, well, what does he have that I don't have? You know, because remember, here's a guy that had the, the status. He had the job, the car, he had everything right. But you know what he didn't have? He didn't have this. He never had that. He never took that because he never knew how to take it. Ian, before I throw it to you, he never knew how to even take it. He, he didn't even know that he needed to get He didn't even know. But in the next phase, as you said, yes, we'll get to when he tried to work that emotional side. But he would say you on that, brother. I mean, if you got to go tell, if, I would never tell a man, leave my woman alone. I would never do that. I, I would just tell her, like, hey, is that what you want? Because if that's what you want, go take your ass over there and do it. Yeah, you're, you're. <laughs> I mean, I ain't ne- never, never fight for a woman. Right. I've said this before. I don't care if it's your wife. Yeah. If you find out if you find out that, you know, your wife's journaling about another man, oh, yeah. well, let's pack her motherfucking bags and open the door for us. And say, hey, take your ass over there. I ain't got time for this shit. Yep. Yep. I, I got bigger things going on. Fuck you. Hey, take care of yourself. Bye. I'm going to have another bit. I have that Asian in here sucking my dick. So you got to have that energy. Never follow another dude or stalk another dude. I've had plenty of dudes stalk my page. and my When I had Facebook, there were dudes messaging me like, hey, were you with my girl last night? Like, hey, man, ask your girl, bro. I don't answer questions from strangers and shit. <laughs> you know, ask your girl if she was with me. You know, I, fuck out of here, bro. I ain't answering no questions from you. So, so, and, you know, so that's what the thing is. You know, he, that was another insecurity on his part. He wanted to size a dude up and find out what he was working with and all this shit. And it's like, it was just bad. And then he went to his office and said, you know, leave my wife alone. Stay away from my wife. I'm like, hey, I'll tell my wife, hey, you want that dude? Go on ahead, man. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be fucking somebody too. Go on ahead. Yeah. Go. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So you got to have that energy, guys. Do not fight for any women, even your wife. I'm going to tell you this right now. You may not want to hear Fuck your wife. If your wife wants to change your mind, switch things up, do shit behind your back, it's a possibility. I don't give a fuck how on top of your game you think you are. If you find out your girl, open the door for her ass. All right. Bye. And, and see, but you won't be able to do that if you haven't had enough sex to know that you can you can replicate this shit. You just hey, you just wanna I can replace you in a hot minute. But if you're in your mind, you know you can't replace her. 
You'll always be disrespected by this woman. She'll always journal about her ex-boyfriend. But if a woman knows, and you're that dude that I described and what Steve described, you're, you're sexually dominating her. Not just sexually, but you're dominating her outside the bedroom, too, when it comes to uh, how the household is ran, how you want things done, uh, finances, everything. You know, just you're, you're just facilitating it all with her help, of course. You give her assignments. When you're that kind of dude, bro, she ain't going to be thinking about no other dude. She already knows that you're the top-notch motherfucker out here. She ain't. So, so I'm telling you guys, if you ever find out that your girlfriend was flirting with another dude or whatever, hey, just be like, hey, the door's open. Take your ass over there. When, I'll have another bitch in here. Right. Okay? That Asian at my office wants my cock, wants my dick. So, so I'll give it to her gladly. I'll fuck her on her desk. So, so I'm telling you, you better get used to talking to your girl like this. If you need to, and mean it. Right. And, he, well, he, again, he's a good guy. I mean, he's a good guy. But even as a good guy, he, he okay, what most of you guys don't understand is you have to have experience to deal with emotions. And to tap. And, and this, he tried to be, he didn't, he didn't, the, the, fun, the one time he said, you know what, I'm not going to do what Brad does. We're going we to try to do what I want. Let's try something different. Let's. Let's try something outside of our norm. Let's let's go outside of the normal things that we do, and let's go with my buddy here, and let's go to a swinger event. And see, if you have never been to a swinger, if you're not in that lifestyle where people are for orgies and threesomes and swinger parties, you got to understand the rules of the game when it comes to places like that. And one thing that, uh, a lot of people don't understand is that even though your woman may feel comfortable going in that place, you have got to make sure that she is feeling safe and feeling uh, sexually safe. And the, he became selfish. See, he became selfish because he didn't pay attention to her. See, where a lot of guys don't understand, see, so many guys because they want pussy so bad, they don't understand not how delicate the emotions are. It's not about delicate or not delicate, but in situations, they went to us. They went to an orgy. They, I mean, they were fuck. I mean, they were just they were fucking it up. They were just doing everything. He brings her in there. Okay, she begins to get turned on a little bit. Now he's kissing her and taking her clothes off. But while he's doing that. Now what was weird? You got someone who's not who who has other. She 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 did all that shit with her friends, because I'm sure when she was fucking these other guys, there were other people. Why? I mean, cause, see, the thing is, she did it with her friends, but she couldn't do it with him because that's not who he was. He's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't that guy, but he tried to become that guy by mm-hmm. kissing her, and when everybody started to crowd around, she started to become feeling uncomfortable, and it was at that moment, if he just would have said, Let's go. There would have been a whole different ball game, but he kind of like slut shamed her at that point because he was like, "Oh, come on, you're gonna like it. Keep going." And she was like, "No, no, stop. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this." And he was like, "You know what? Fuck you." And then he had the, the other chick uh, got him off. And I mean, again, I'm not saying he was wrong for that, but that's that. See, that is what I feel like was the defining moment that she said there's always going to be the bad. I, I can always go to the bad boy because he would never, even though he fucked with other women, even though he was an asshole, even though he kicked me out, 
he would never make me feel like the like trash or the way I felt when I was in that in that house. E, what say you, brother? Yeah, and you know what it is. I'll give the best example that just came to my mind about what it was. Women sometimes women want the real Louis Vuitton purse, not the knockoff. Okay, Cooper uh, Cooper was a knockoff. Okay, he became a knockoff, a generic version, a desperate version of what she really wanted. Okay, just know that. He was a knockoff, okay? Even when he took her in there, he took her in there out of desperation. Even when he took her in the, and remember when he took her on a date, he said, we're going on a date, put this dress on. Go go, uh, go squeeze the milk out of your nipples and put this dress on, all right? Corny ass shit, all out of desperation, all to keep that bitch tied to him. All right. See, I would open the door. I would have said, "Hey, take your ass over there. I'm gonna be fucking this Asian bitch anyway." So, see, see, that's what I'm telling you. Never do anything out of desperation. Do it out of inspiration. Do it because that's who you, what you want to do. Yeah. YouTube chill. Yeah, uh, Australia John. YouTube chill. So, 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 I, I'm telling you, <laughs> the reason why it didn't work with him is because he was the knockoff. He was the generic. He wasn't the real thing. And again, all of his moves after finding that that journal were desperate moves. Oh. Desperate to keep her. Desperate to show that he's a man. Desperate to to, to change her mind. Okay. If he, had he in the beginning, Cooper, uh, saying, "Hey, when I get home, uh, I got this bank deal. I got to give a presentation, but uh, tonight I'm taking you somewhere." Now, in the beginning, had he told, "Hey, we're going to this sex party. Let's take a walk around. We don't have to do anything. Let's just yeah. take a look. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look. And if we want to do something, we'll do it. Yeah. But uh, but if we don't want to do anything, we'll walk through. We'll get a little kick out of it, and then I'll take you outside and fuck you in the in the in, in the pool or some shit." So so had he did it because that's who he was it would have meant everything to her. But because she labeled him from the very beginning a rebound, soft, beta male provider, okay, okay, that's what she labeled him from the beginning. He was a savior. You know what he was? Captain Sabaho. That's what he really was. She was like, I need somebody to save me from all these memories that I have. So he was really a Captain Sabaho. That's what he was, and it wasn't real. Well, 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 E, the only reason I don't feel he was a Captain Saberhole because he never knew about Brad. See, if he knew about Brad yeah. and yeah. he still yeah. tried to win her over, I would agree, Saberhole. But mm-hmm. remember, they don't understand. Get, she, the, right, right, right. In her eyes, he was a Captain well, no, Saberhole. Yeah, in her eyes. Yeah. A, woman, a woman could actually know yes, I agree. that Dan Scott didn't qualify me. He didn't vet me. Yes. He just took me in. He made me seven hours. He was a fan of mine. I didn't do shit. After one month, he did all this. Yes. This motherfucker is saving a hoe right now. Yeah, know right, right. From, from, from her, punish you for saving a hoe. Right, from her to him, yes. But from him to her, yeah. I would say no because Correct. Yes. he he didn't – when he saw her like the average male or the average human, they see beautiful. They see, oh, my gosh, she's so sexy. Oh, my God, let me – well, uh, excuse me, I'm trying to find the hallway, the 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 building, which is – Oh, right. even that, asking yeah. a bitch. I, I, yeah, can you, yeah, yeah, can you help me? Well, you know, how you doing? And then her friend's like, oh, girl, go ahead. Look, hey, hey, the girl saw sucker. She saw sucker. Go ahead, get that, go ahead, get that, girl. And he was the perfect gentleman. He, she ran – see, she, I think she learned from the asshole how to run game. Because I think he taught her through all of her pain of how to how to really get a guy, how to how to get the good guy. Because I'm, I'm telling you, hey, look, they will clean. All these women will clean themselves up. 
and they'll package themselves up. They'll their pussy looking at chewed up meat. They'll glue that shit back together and fix it up and all that other shit and go <laughs> and go for that last hoorah. Well, yeah, like, hey, can you shave these pussy lips down? Cause it's blown the fuck out. Right, take, right. take about two inches off these. Right, lips. but see, they know. See, they know the average human. It can't get women, so they will. They will take whatever they can get. Hey, look! Oh my God, she's giving me play. She's showing interest in me. Oh my God! Oh, she's incredible. And all she's got to do is stroke. He doesn't even have an ego or a mane. I don't know what the fuck she's stroking, but she's stroking something to make him feel like he is a man, and he becomes intoxicated with the game she's running on him, like he did. All she's been. Even with the gator tear, guys, she was so cold that she, okay, I, hey, he caught her lie. Well, I, I didn't mean to tell you because, I mean, she was every, everything that she could get busted on, she ran game. She was, she, I, I got to give her credit because she knew she had a sucker. But she knew she wanted a man, and she just tried to start figuring out, okay, look, you know what? Uh, We're going to do it this way. You know, oh, my God, I shouldn't have, and I promise I won't do it again. I love you, and I want my family. And I and she was twinging on the same thing that she twinged on when they first met. What say you, my brother? Yeah, and shout-out to Dangerous. He said, I guarantee one more thing. The simp character uh, was actually bored sometimes. Well, clearly he was because he, when he was trying to watch the game more than fuck her, you could tell he was like, ah, I fucked you already multiple times and two babies came out of your ass. Like, I'm cool. Like, like you know, so yes, clearly all pussy gets old. I just want all pussy. Uh, there's the sexiest woman right now who thinks she's the sexiest. Uh, the pussy's going to get old to a real man. Uh, I remember when he met her out in public. Remember when he met her for the first time asking for the, uh, the, the, directions. Uh, the directions? Remember how she was dressed? Completely different oh, oh, right, from where right. she was in the city. So I want you to know that all these little these little hoes, when they decide to clean up, you know what they're gonna put on scarves. And they're gonna put on scarves and long, uh, like long knitted uh, cardigans. Okay, I just want you to know. Two years ago, that motherfucker was wearing a mini skirt with below zero temperatures and getting fucked uh, at a at a local Motel Six. But and what happens is when they decide to change and go chump one of you beta males and you believe that shit, they put on uh, chunky scarves. They put on long knit cardigans with knee-high, knee-high boots or, or Uggs in some cases. And they go put on some mom jeans. <laughs> These motherfuckers used to have mini skirts on with heels uh, uh, in Chicago or New York with, with below zero temperatures waiting to get fucked by somebody and then when she decides like hey my time running out i gotta find me a chump none of these dudes got a future for me none of them are gonna marry me it's clear i guarantee you that she's gonna have a chunky scarf on it's gonna be wrapped around her neck very little makeup wholesome hairstyle okay i guarantee you be on the lookout for them women with the long cardigans a long cardigan with uh with the with the shirt up to here and meanwhile you notice some titties under there and she's she covering the titties because she's looking for a beta male chunk. Just know that right now. So I'm going to show you where, where Brad was a bad motherfucker. And this is why I love Brad, the bad boy, guys, is that he did a little bit of simple shit because he tried to win her over. But here's the cool thing. When she rejected him, E, 
he rejected her after the rejection. When she said no to, I guess, because I think he asked her to marry her or whatever, when we rolled up at her crib and shit, and he was trying to talk to her, remember she rejected him? But see, this, I think this is how, this is game right here. She rejects him, so after he got rejected, he said, okay, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to reject you back. And then after he rejected her, he still had enough game to say, you know what? Even though I'm gone, I'm still going to be around because, oh, boy, what did he do at the end? Hey, I just want to know, are you going to are you gonna love her? I just want to know, you know, because you'll be watching. Like, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be coming in and being stepdad to my kids. And what did Brad say? Oh, wait, well, hold on. No, 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 no. She wants to be with you. <laughs> he said, see, Brad knew. See, I, I feel like Brad ran game of this because the tail end when Remember, he got rejected, and then he rejected her and said, okay, it's over, I'm going to leave you alone, which really, that, I think that was huge. And then when the husband came to his crib saying, look, man, you know, I mean, he's ready to hold up the white flag. He's like, you know what, man, look, man, do, do you love her? I just want to make sure that, you know, my kids are, you know, because you're going to be And what did Brad say? No, mate. <laughs> no, mate. He said, no, mate, uh, uh, I'm done with the bitch, mate. Uh, I mean, he pretty much should have just said, I'm done with the bitch, mate. I mean, I, I shot my shot like deep. I shot like deep. I shot my shot. And she told me outside your house that she was, I don't want to wake up without Cooper. So I said, I, hey, uh, I don't want to wake up without Cooper. So I said, okay, bitch, uh, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Back to, uh, back to the streets I go, bitch. Back yeah. to the streets I go. Brother. That's what he told. That's what he pretty much told her. He, he, he told him. He said. He said, "Hey, look. Hey, I ain't taking care of them road rats. Yeah. Right? That's your shit. <laughs> that's your shit, bro. Hey, just hey, can you do me a favor, uh, Cooper? Can you try a little bit like me, my <laughs> 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 